Sabonis brought it to him. Hey everybody and welcome to All Pacers, the only podcast for Pacers fans and by Pacers fans. I think I just switched that up again. Yeah, and also like I said, we're not the only Pacers podcast by fans. <laughs> I say what I'm told to say. You specifically told me to say that. No, I've... Okay. It's how you can't say one of the only. That's weird. All Pacers pod by Pacers fans for Pacers fans legitimately exclusively the only (laughs) podcast by pacers fans all right you heard it here first uh well we're gonna get right to this we've got a great interview today with two-time naia player of the year and naia national champion kyle mangus this is a great conversation we hope you all enjoy it all right so we are so excited to be joined by kyle mangus today kyle how are you doing uh i'm doing great thanks for having me on the show thanks for joining us uh, we're going to jump right in here. Jack, I know you got a bunch of questions. Take it away. Yeah, um, before we do, I just kind of want to introduce Kyle a little bit. Um, Kyle, jump in whenever. If you're like, that's totally wrong, let us know. But I wrote down a lot of stuff just so people can get to know you a little bit. So um, you're from Indiana Wesleyan University, which is an NAI school in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, born and raised in Indiana, correct? Yep, northern Indiana, Warsaw. You averaged 29.95 or 29.5 points per game, 7.4 rebounds, 5.1 assists, 60.3 field goal percentage, 39 three-point percentage this season at IU or IWU. I noticed you tried to say IU too, Jack. I you, did. you wanted him to be from IU. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it in a bit, but you're playing for the Purdue team for the basketball tournament. We're not going to get into that yet, but um, we're, we're both IU or I'm an IU fan. Jeremy's a Louisville fan now. Um, but I mean, I've been an, I'm a diehard IU fan. It's hard for me to like Purdue guys. Yeah, you shot under fifty. I don't know if you knew this. But you shot under fifty percent from the field four times during your senior season. Yeah, and just one time under forty percent. So consistently shooting well. You led the NAIA in points per game and total points. Kyle's second in the NAIA in total assists this year with 169. You're four-time All-American, two-time NAIA National Player of the Year, national champ. Mm-hmm. And you've scored your whole career, 25 points per game over the four seasons you played. So yeah, talk about, let's talk about the journey to where you are now. When did you first decide you were going to pursue basketball? Uh, were there players that you watched growing up that inspired you um, or that you worked with? I don't know. So let's just talk about your journey to where you are now. Yeah. I mean, I've always played basketball as long as I can remember, um, was mostly a two sport athlete growing up. I played football as well, but basketball has always been my favorite. Um, just something about it. I mean, the way you, I mean, just the way you compete out there, how it's a team game, but also, I mean, it's, it's individual as well. Um, I've always just loved it. Players growing up, my favorite all time player is actually Manu Ginobili. Um, oh, so nice. I was like a, I was a Spurs fan growing up. Um, I just love those Spurs team, how they played, just great team basketball. I, I love Ginobili, um, just his mentality. He's a little un- unorthodox the way he plays, but um, he's so competitive. Um, so he he stands out to me. Um, so, yeah, I always played basketball growing up, um, played football through my sophomore year at, at Warsaw, and then I stopped and knew I, I, I wanted to play college basketball. Um so Indiana Wesleyan was actually the first school that I talked to, um, first college that I talked to. It was probably 
freshman or sophomore year. And I mean, we just hit it off with the coaches, um, the players, the, the culture there at IWU. Um, you know, I was really, really intrigued by it. It was appealing. And throughout my whole high school, um, I mean, throughout my four years there, I, I wasn't really recruited by many schools at all. I mean, some smaller schools, NAIA and D3, but I mean, D, D1 and D, I mean, even D2 mostly, um, I mean, there wasn't really anyone there talking to me. So, which was fine because of how much I loved IWU. And I, I mean, I just knew almost right away, IWU was going to be the place for me. So I committed there uh, right after my junior year, which is pretty early. And then, um, you know, got to IWU and adjusted pretty quickly. And man, things just took off. And they gave you the reins real quick too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I came in right away and I was starting and, and playing and, and was a main main scorer. So, I mean, that was really fun, but I don't think I could have done it without, you know, really good senior leaders that year. That's always important on a team. Um, in high school or college, I mean, to have good senior leaders and, and guys who lead the right way, encourage you, love on you and not just make it, you know, all about themselves because it's, it's their senior year. That's, I'm really grateful for that. What have you learned from them and who were some of those guys too? Yeah. I mean, we had some studs on our team. We actually had a Kansas university transfer. Um, his name's Evan Maxwell. He plays overseas now. He's getting ready to enter his third year overseas. So he went from Liberty to Kansas to IWU. So pretty big difference wow. there. Then we had guys like Joel Okafor. He's an Indiana kid. Um, went to Richmond High School, um, then went to Bradley, and then Indiana Wesleyan. So, I mean, we get some some high-level transfers there. Um, and then Jacob Johnson, he went to Mooresville High School. He was one of the senior leaders. And then Ben Carlson was the other senior leader. Um, just shout out, shout out to those guys. They they really pushed me out of my comfort zone because I came in came into college was a pretty shy kid, was an introvert, and they said, hey, like you got to step out step outside of your comfort zone here and um, we need you to, you know, even though you're a freshman, we need you to, uh, you know, step up, use your voice, use your voice more and, and just, um, they helped me, they helped me become a better leader. So then when I was a senior, it was kind of my time to do that. During like high school or college, were there other players that you got to play against or with that you got to measure yourself up against? And then how did you compare? Yeah, I mean, high school, I played against some really good players like Caleb Swanigan stands out, Romeo, um, I mean, those were probably the biggest two names. Like, I mean, Ryan Klein, I remember him. I was a sophomore and we played Carmel and he was a stud. Um, so just guys like that. And I was like, man, like I was pretty young. I mean, not with Romeo, but Swanigan and Klein. And I was, I just couldn't believe how good they were. I was only a sophomore and I was like, man, like I want to, I want to get to that level where, I mean, you can just basically score from anywhere and, and that type of thing. So um, those are probably, I mean, those, those three guys stand out, Romeo, Klein, and Swanigan. Yeah, we're, we're based in New Albany, so we know what it means for Indiana kids to play <laughs> against guys like Romeo. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah. So you said no schools recruited you, so we, we won't, or not many. Did you get, like, talks from, or did anyone from Purdue reach out, IU reach out, Notre Dame? No, no, not at all. So what's that feel like for someone like you who had a really good high school career? Yeah, I mean – like it can be a little discouraging because like, like you said, you're, I grew up a, a diehard IU fan, like, which is kind of funny now that I'm playing for the Metamachia yeah. TBT, but like <laughs> my family are like, we're diehard IU fans, like went to games growing up, watch every single game, no matter what. 
Um, like it's a big deal for us. Um, so like that can be a little disheartening. Um, but like I said, I had such a good connection with Indian Wesleyan and how, how good the basketball is there and how successful of teams they have. I really was, I mean, I wasn't too mad about anything because Iwu was the place that wa they wanted me. They really wanted me and I wanted to be there too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't anything, anything that bad, but when, I mean, when you grow up in Indiana and you see the IUs and the Purdue's and how passionate basketball fans we are, like, that's your dream as a kid growing up. You want to play for one of those schools. But I mean, when I get to high school, it, it just was a different situation and that was completely fine with me. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I don't think you can regret the decision you made to go to Iowa too with the career that you had. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about your career and when you started fully investing in your dream to become a pro. Yeah, I would. I mean, I didn't really even think about it probably until my junior year or so. I think I was talking to some teammates or coaches and they were like, do you want to play afterwards? And I was like, wow, I haven't even, I didn't really even think about it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how much of an option it would be, but then I started realizing, you know, with how many options there are out there basketball wise today with overseas and G league, there's so many different opportunities, you know, to keep playing basketball. And I thought maybe this, I mean, maybe this could really be something here. So I started looking into it more and I, I kind of, you know, started following guys more. And uh, I was like, yeah, I think this is really something I want to do. And I was pretty set on it, um, especially my senior year and knew, knew those were going to be my plans. Yeah. So what were some of the steps you took to kind of like start training for that? I mean, do you have an agent now at this point? What's all that look like for you? Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty crazy process right after the season. Because for one, all college guys get an extra year. So if I wanted to, I could have stayed an extra year I or transferred to a bigger school, which I, I looked at a little bit while at the same time I was looking for agents. Um, so it was a pretty crazy two month process for me, just figuring all that out. Um, you know, a lot of zoom calls with agents and um, college and phone calls with college coaches and, and that type of thing. But um, I decided, you know, I, I wanted to turn pro. I had a great college experience at Iowa, great four years. Um, so I, I chose, his name's Jeff Potter. He was, he actually founded the Mad Ants up in Fort Wayne. Oh, cool. cool. And was their GM um, and owner for a long time until um, about 2015. So I, I work with him now um, and he's, he's a great guy. I mean, he's, he's helped me so much and just the connections he has. Um, he's been awesome. So that's kind of how I got there. And since we're kind of talking about like goals, uh, your goal of becoming a pro, what are some other goals and dreams that you have? Maybe in basketball, maybe outside of it too. Mm -hmm. I graduated with a finance degree, so really interested in business. My dad's in business. My I have an older brother, two years older than me, who's in investment banking. Um, so I know I want to get involved with that someday. Maybe financial advising, um, maybe insurance. I I've been blessed to to do be able to do some internships during the summer, um, and kind of learn about that. But also, part of me wants to get back into coaching too. I don't know what that would look like, whether it's college or high school or that type of thing, but I, I could see myself doing that. Would you be interested in doing some sports business stuff like front office jobs or stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, I think that'd be really cool. And especially after these, um, I've been in three NBA workouts the past week and a half, like seeing that up and close that, you know, the front office guys and meeting them and like the decisions they get to make, 
even the scouting department there. I mean, I think that's really cool. Um, so yeah, that might be an option. Yeah. And if you want to get into coaching, we're currently running an AJ Moye to IU coaching, uh, campaign. So we can, we can run a campaign for you too. (laughs) Do you know AJ Moye? Do you remember him from IU? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was pretty young when he played, but I know the name for sure. So that's, that's the last guy we interviewed a couple weeks ago, which was so, I mean, a dream for me, like a diehard IU fan, you know? You might know this name. You know Rod Wilmot? Yeah, loved him. He's my he's my trainer in Fort Wayne, so I've got the, I've got to be with him every day for the past uh, like six weeks or so. And Dude, he's an that's awesome amazing. Guy. He's pretty funny. <laughs> so. so he was my first favorite player at IU, no lie. Loved him. He was a shooter. I remember he had eight threes in one game. Yeah, back in the day when I was an IU fan, he was also my favorite player. <laughs> we may hit you up at some point to talk to him um but since you talked about the nba workouts you've been having i i only knew about pacers and pistons um you said you have a third let's talk about the talk about that a little bit um how have those experiences been and what have you been able to learn from those workouts yeah so the cavaliers they were actually my first workout um june 30th so it was about it was almost two weeks ago um but it's kind of funny how the th- three workouts I've had, they've all been Midwest, Pacers, Pistons, yeah. Cavs. They've all been right here, kind of close, which is cool too. Cause I mean, we know, I mean, we know a lot about those teams, um, but they, I mean, just an awesome experience. Like not really many NAI kids at all get to go, you know, work out with, for NBA teams and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, I mean, it's really cool. Like being there and being with those, you know, high major division one guys, um, it's been eye-opening, like, in the sense that, I mean, they're really good players, but the differences, like, from from NAIA, the the guys I play with and, and them, is the main thing is just athleticism and size. Like, shooting and skill and that type of thing, like, that's that hasn't been much of a difference. But just the size and athleticism, I mean, that's a whole different, whole different level, like, these, I mean, these guys can jump out of the gym and, and they're all seven foot and really long and that type of thing. So that's, I mean, that's probably been the biggest thing, but it's, I mean, I've loved it. It's interviews and workouts and medical tech. Like I've gotten to kind of immerse myself in the whole, in the whole process. So you're six foot four. That's a good height for a guard in the NBA. Is point guard kind of the goal? Um, if not like a combo guard. And then how do you think your game can translate to the NBA? Yeah, I, I think a combo guard is more, more natural for me. Um, you know, I, I like playing the wing, um, but I, I also can play the point guard and come off ball screens and, and really, you know, get my teammates involved and, and love doing that. But um, I would say my like biggest advantage I have is my length. So I have a six, nine wingspan, mm-hmm. which is really helpful, especially on defense. I mean, for guarding, guarding guys who are six, 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 seven, you need that length to contest shots. Um, and that type of thing. Oh, you had 1.9 steals per game your senior season as well. So, I mean, obviously the wingspan comes into play there. Yeah, can get my hands on a lot of balls um, on defense. But I would say just what I bring to an NBA team is my IQ and versatility. So I'm not just confound to one thing. You know, I'm not just confound to just being a standstill shooter in the corner. Um, you know, I can I can cut, I can drive, can play off the ball screen. Um, I posted up a lot in college, so I have good footwork around the rim. 
um, you know, I've, I have good passing instincts on, I play unselfish basketball to where I really try to get my teammates involved and I'm not over dribbling or anything like that. So, um, just a winning mentality. I think I can bring in my impact. Isn't just confound, you know, just being a standstill shooter. Uh, when you get in the door to do your workouts, uh, are they like rushing you around to all the different things or do you have time to think or what, what's that process like? You have time to think. It's actually really relaxed. Um, they stretch it out really. It's about a full day. So like you'll get to these facilities, like you'll obviously spend the night at a hotel and then you'll get to these facilities around 8 a.m. or so. And, you know, you get in there and you have plenty of time to change. They they give you gear and that type of thing. And you're actually, I mean, like I said, you do interviews throughout the day. They, they do like measurement testing, like measurements where they get your wingspan, height, all that stuff, like medical testing. And then like you finally get to the workout part. You're only on the court for about an hour, which is real. it seems really short. Like you mainly just do shooting drills and three on three. And I mean, it goes by really fast, but usually these days have been about eight to 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. So they really stretch it out, which is fun. Uh, you said three on three. Uh, what were the teams in your three on three? Any guys we know in there? For the Pacers workout? Yeah. It was, uh, so it was me, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. He's from Villanova. Um, and then we had Derek Alston. He's from uh, Boise State. And then the other team, they had Io um, from Illinois. You guys, I'm sure you guys know him. He's yep. good. And then Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky. Then their last guy, his name's Terry Taylor from Austin P. So yeah. I actually played against them in the Indian All-Stars uh, four years ago. So that was kind of kind of full circle a little bit, seeing him four years later, like in downtown Indy again. So Yeah, that's so cool. Let's talk about the TBT a little bit now. So the basketball tournament, for those of you listening, if you don't know what it is, it's a $1 million 64-team cash tournament winner takes and splits the $1 million, right? Yeah, correct. So you're on team Men of Mackey, the Purdue team. I think I mentioned it earlier. You got like Robbie Hummel on the team, AJ Hammonds. If you follow Purdue basketball at all, you'll know all of these guys. Um, and then we have the one uh, Indiana Wesleyan University player, Kyle Mangus. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit. What's it been like playing with some of these guys who have had success in the pros um, and what are you kind of expecting with this team? Yeah, so I haven't officially like met any of them in person yet. Okay. But um, actually, a week from today, we'll be in Columbus with, doing a little training camp, getting ready for that tournament. But I mean, I can't wait. Like, like I said, like I'm an I was an IU fan growing up, and my family is. But I have a lot of respect, you know, for those guys. Like, I respect how I mean how they play basketball, Purdue, like Painter, and that type of thing for sure. Um, so, I mean, I'm really excited to just meet guys like Hummel and Isaac Haas, um, AJ Hammonds, Lewis, Lewis Jackson. I know him a little bit because um, they've all had, I mean, long careers, whether it be overseas or in the States. So I can really pick their brain about things because I'm a young guy. Um, but I also just think we have a really good team. Um, we're the biggest team in TBT history. Yeah, um, We've got two seven footers and like some other guys who are right below it. So we're, we're pretty massive. And I think we can really make some noise this year. Um, it's really hard to win, obviously six, you have to go six and oh, but I mean, I don't know. I think we can do it. I'm the youngest guy by far. So I think the advantage that I can bring is, you know, a lot of energy and I'm in, I'm in great shape. So. 
Yeah, and what a cool learning experience too. I mean, just being around these guys who have been doing it for so long. I'm sure your one of your goals is like finding a couple moves that you can use and learn at the next level. So that's exciting, man. Oh yeah. So not a lot of NEI players have made it to the NBA, um, but some great players have. We actually just found out Jack Sigma played for Illinois Wesleyan, um, Hall of Famer. But then you got like Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Um, what what are some things that you can learn from guys like that to help you make it to the league or the next level? I mean, I think it's like basketball is trending in the direction to where like doesn't you don't have to come from like a high level like power five school you know to make it like there's another kid uh, NAI kid his name's EJ Onu he's from Shawnee State um, and he he has a great chance to get drafted too and he's an NAI kid. Um, there's another kid, NAI kid out on the West Coast who's getting workouts too. Um, so it's, you know, it's becoming more common. Um, I think there are just, I mean, there's so many different routes to get to the highest level of basketball, which is the NBA now. Like what I said, I mean, you can go NAI, you can go mid-major, that type of thing. There's great basketball all over the world um, and that that type of thing. So, I mean, it's 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 really good in that sense to encourage encourage uh, high school kids who aren't getting the D1, D2 looks that, you know, they they can still go to these places and, you know, chase their dreams if if they just consistently want it and cons- consistently get better each year. Yeah, totally. And, I mean, it's all more visible, too, with Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff. Like, we have ways to track what's going on like we haven't before. I actually found DAXstats.com, which is where I found all your stats. I don't know if you've been there. I'm sure you have. Yeah, deck stats, yep. <laughs> yeah, so I talk about this probably a little bit too much, but I played NAIA soccer in 2012 to 2013, and I found my stats. My my school doesn't exist anymore. It got shut down, but I uh, finally found my stats. It's been eight years in the making, and I finally found them thanks to this website. So, Were you pretty happy with them? I'll take this one. <laughs> he's He's bragged for years that he scored four goals, and he found out it was only three. <laughs> so he was not super excited. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> no, I wasn't a great player by any means. So. No, that's still cool. How you can? I mean, it's an it's a really cool website. You can that you can go back that far and still see. You know. I know. So many years ago. No, you're not. 2012 is <laughs> not that far, but, <laughs> but it's, it's eight years. Yeah. Let's talk about like right now in your free time i'm sure you're working out way more than you ever have in the past um but like what are you doing when you aren't training are you watching any shows are you a gamer Mm -hmm. yeah so training i mean training's gone to a whole nother level but like i said i'm from warsaw indiana and that's i mean that's lake country up there like kosciuszko county we have over 100 lakes in our county so that's kind of the thing to do especially in the summer um i live on i live on a lake so we have a boat so just going out there with family and friends is is awesome on the weekends. Um, you know, love getting outside, um, walking trails, hiking, um, love to play pickleball, um, beach volleyball, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I watch Netflix too. Um, watching breaking bad right now. Um, I play, I play some call of duty too in 2k PS five. So do a little bit of everything. You got a PS five. Yeah. Nice. I hear it's pretty tough right now. Yeah, it's hard to get one for sure. I've had him. I've actually had it for a while, but that's thanks to thanks to my roommate in college. He's really he just I don't know. He he knew the place to get him. So <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy. Um, do you wakeboard then? 
Um, I don't wakeboard. I did do all that, like all the, I mean, water sports and stuff, but I try to stay away from it now because I mean, I mean like surfing, that type of thing's fine, but like wake surfing, but yeah, like the yeah. tubing and, and wakeboarding, like you can get hurt from that pretty easily. So mm-hmm. not, not in this stage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know you got to go, so we'll we'll probably wrap it up, but I hope everyone listening has enjoyed this. This has been a blast for me and Jeremy. Oh, it's been great. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's it's been great to get to know you, talk to you a little bit. We'll hopefully get to talk to you in the future when you're a pacer or a piston or a cab or whoever else. I mean, I was looking at some of your guys' like your other episodes and, and just listening. You guys really seem like some diehard Pacers fans, so it just means a lot coming on here and it was a blessing to just work for i mean get to work out for the pacers and be there and that type of thing yeah dude well we appreciate you listening and uh we'll get this episode out soon but we we do really appreciate you taking time to come on this i know like we've talked about you're super busy right now so uh this is always a blast and a privilege for us to talk to people like you yeah for sure well thank you guys again it means a lot hey uh while you're at the tbt Louisville, they they had the financial stuff taken care of. They had the team put together, but they didn't get picked. So if you see anybody high up there, just put in a good word for Louisville. We we want a team. Uh, I'm asking favors. I don't care. <laughs> we really we, yeah. It would be great to have a Louisville team in there. Yeah, for sure. And oh, sorry, one more thing, real quick. Um, do you think getting drafted in the? I don't know where you're thinking you're going to get drafted if you are like what are kind of your expectations for that real quick before we let you go like nba draft yeah. i mean it's like i realize it's it's probably like it's a long shot that i get drafted but i'm really i mean i really hope i can get an invitation to the nba summer league i mean that's kind of that kind of would be the next step and that's kind of i mean where you have a full week and even more to to showcase your your game in five on five setting and i mean it's it's more than just the three on three workouts and that type of thing. So that's that's what I'm really hoping for and working for. Yeah, and watching some of your highlights too. I meant to say this earlier. Like some of the passes you make, the shot selection that you have, I really do think it'll translate. So I think you have a real chance for sure. So we're rooting for you, just so you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. It means a lot. And just based on knowing how the Pacers draft and what they do, uh, if you don't get drafted by them, I'm sure you'll be an All Star one day because that's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> yeah well thank you so much uh we'll let you get out of here this was a great time hopefully we can talk to you again sometime yeah cool thank you guys again our thanks again to kyle mangus that was a super fun interview what a great guy we had a great time talking to him so maybe we'll have another podcast coming this week maybe yeah maybe I'm, next I mean, week i'm hoping you guys still want to do the regular podcast yeah we'll figure it out we'll see. you'll get more stuff maybe we'll talk about the finals at some point yeah, we should. Did you win any money last night on the Earth? I'm dating this podcast. Have you won any money on the finals so far? Uh, a little bit. A little okay, bit. cool. Yeah. I had Giannis 30 plus points in game three and a win. Nice. So that worked out. Should have done a little more than 30 plus, turns out. Because yeah. what, he had 42? <laughs> yeah, I think Jeez. so. Anyway, it was, it was a blast to talk with Kyle just now. I mean, I, I'm rooting for him. I know you are too, Jeremy. Hopefully yeah. he can be a pacer one day. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, we're going to get out of here. See you all later. Peace out. You want me, Joel Embiid? Come get it.
bitch, I'm gonna give it to you. Are you kidding me? Sabonis brought it to him.